I hurt my back again doing deadlifts. I TP'd both of my pastor's houses. And I didn't eat breakfast once. Like ever? <laughs> over, the, over the week. Oh. <laughs> All right, Mitch, what do you think it's the I think it's the back thing. I, too, think it's the back thing. All right. I guess I'm not as good at lying as I thought I was. <laughs> South Africa, Cape Town to be exact, during the worst drought in the last hundred years so that I could play the song Africa by Toto in order to bless the rains. You know, because Half of that sounds like the truth and half of it sounds like a lie. <laughs> Were those all of them? Or? That was one. Okay, that, <laughs> that was, was one. That was one. I have pet a cheetah and I have gone surfing in the shark capital of the world. What was the second one again? <laughs> I've pet a cheetah. That one's a lie. It's too. It's too general. The other ones are way too specific, and that yeah. one's the general it's one. It's always in the details yeah. that the truth comes. <laughs> Do you agree, Kyle? Uh, I think the last one is the truth, and the first one is a lie. So the first one's a lie. Yeah, that, that's atrocious. It's an atrocious lie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to play the game, and they were all true. Oh, dang! I literally did that. Yeah, I literally played. Caleb, the thing Africa was supposed to be during a drought. So you tricked us. Yeah, also you, you, you fluffed up the truth a little bit. There. I didn't fluff it. Absolutely. You said, I flew there during the most da-da-da. I did. So that I could, as though no, that was... I never said, you said it. Play it back. I never said so We that. can rewind. Re- I think we will play it back at the end of this. Right, um, sure. But for now, we'll just keep trucking along. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode six of the Fix That For You podcast. If you haven't been listening before, this is a podcast where we take stories off the internet and give some, I would say, rather good advice on how people can fix their rather embarrassing lives. And uh, we do all the hard work for them. We we listen to their stories, and we go through the the embarrassment with them, and we really feel for them, and then we help get themselves out of the stick situations. That's right. I'm your co-host, Mitch, and joining me in our Basement Layer studio... Kyle Reinen and Morgan Freeman. Oh, and Caleb no, Carson. No, no, we, Morgan, we, you, you belong in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman. I'm a god. Uh, tell us about the movie you saw, Caleb. Nutcracker in the Four Realms? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was garbage, man. Yeah. It was, it was a garbage movie. Can you maybe delve a little bit into the, de- the details of your, uh, your description of the movie? Well, let me see. There was no plot. There was no depth. And it was annoying, and it was not. It was not visually appealing at all. This is fifty percent of the reason I went. <laughs> you could be talking about anything right now. <laughs> a detail implies that it's like specific. Maybe to what like we're what talking about. Maybe like it what is, aspect? What aspect of the movie was annoying? Maybe <laughs> the lack of plot. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Um, where where did the plot really lose you at? Of what part of the movie did you say there was right. no plot here? Right. I, I, I can answer that. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness. Right. The beginning. <laughs> it lost me right at the beginning because there was no plot. Okay. Let me summarize it. Here, I'll summarize it for you and this will help. Okay. okay. Girl. 
you're, you're thrown in, meet this girl, family. Within 10 minutes of the movie, there's girl, dad, brother, sister. Their mom just died. And, like, they're like, oh, feel sorry. Feel sorry for this family, even though you just met them five minutes ago. There's no, there was no character okay. development before they were like, hey, you need to have an emotional attachment to these characters. And it's like, I just met them. And then she goes into a clock that her black grandfather, godfather guy <laughs> with a flying owl was like, hey, follow this magic string into this different world, then you'll end up in the clock. And then there's going to be four realms that that don't exist in the, the, the Nutcracker play, musical, whatever, mm-hmm. ballet, mm-hmm. ballet. Oh, I see this. I see what's happening here. You know what I'm saying? You're just a true Nutcracker enthusiast. I don't even and know the actual You're mad story. about the fact that they didn't stay true to the source material. Let me say, let me say this. Such a trope. She meets someone that's nice to her. She tells her who the enemy is. She believes that's who the enemy is, only to find out that's not the enemy, and the person that, that she just met. met was the real enemy. Like, how many times... And it wasn't even done in, like, a new Whoa. and interesting way. It was just completely bland and surface level. I didn't even see that coming, though. Like, when you were describing it. <laughs> You're like, where's the twist here? What's I the do trouble? have a couple follow-up questions, if you'll answer them. Yes. Was the fact that her grandfather was black important to the story because it seemed like you made it pretty important yes so let me clarify two things one it was her godfather i need to specify that okay it's her godfather okay and number two uh it was necessary because he was clearly a rich wealthy landowner in this period in england when that would not have uh, been a thing so it is and he about, also had dreads it is about the source material okay <laughs> yeah so you're com- you're you're mad about a movie not being realistic that's a no, no, movie no, no. that don't... it's about different realms yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> valid points i think well, yeah I think. very valid <laughs> um morgan freeman was the godfather in this movie how he played god before how was he how was he in the biz still wasn't didn't he have like a huge thing wasn't wasn't he like involved in a scandal? He got me too'd. Yeah, mm-hmm. haven't we all? Haven't we all been me too'd though? That's I mean. why I'm never in a room alone with three people. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any redeeming qualities to this movie at all, Caleb? Were there any redeeming? Qual- no, there were zero redeeming qualities. Not even the credits when you knew it was over. No, not even that. <laughs> was there a post-credit scene that you stayed after to watch? <laughs> no, there was not. Uh, oh, there was a Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> oh, too oh, soon. Rip, rip. So here's what my brother just texted me. Let me open my phone first. So a little backstory here. Uh, my family bought a new TV, like a big one, and then they bought a soundbar with it maybe five years ago. Okay. Now. <clears throat> hey, the Polk soundbar won't connect to the TV downstairs. Do you remember how you did it the first time? <laughs> Which I did five years ago. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like a grandpa asking that question. He's usually like really tech savvy too. I don't know how Weird. this snuck past him. Uh, I don't think I'm going to text him back. I'll just answer him through the podcast. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> uh, also, other texts uh, I've been receiving have been from my wife and also uh, my friend Sam. Uh, bro, what the frick? There's a Detective Pikachu movie coming out. <laughs> Uh, and don't go out to eat. I made some amazing pork chops. So. You guys have the weirdest sexting. <laughs> <laughs> pork chops. Am I right? Um. So, Kyle, why don't you go ahead and uh, get this thing going. Give us that. Okay. The first post. Here we go. 
Uh, this one, I just accidentally upvoted it. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna open up with this one. It is an embarrassing story. Thank you. Like all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> the person who wrote this is from Pensacola Christian College. Way to, uh, put your location out there. Dang, they put that on there? You idiot. Yeah, it's like part of the, part of the post here. It's just like added. Shoot. I, I think they probably don't even realize they're posting their location. So oh shout out to L-I-7-7-L-E, which looks like little, and then light is the second part. So it looks like little light. We know where you live. We know that you live in Pensacola Christian College, and this little light Oh, of shoot. Mine. Isn't that like the super strict Christian college in Pensacola where like they can't walk on the same oh. sidewalk as like girls? Let's... Well, like, they actually mentioned where they're from in the post, so I think okay. it actually has something to do with it. Let's delve in. And... Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. What, just what you were saying. Okay, so in parentheses, right off the bat, literally happened five minutes ago. If you're listening, folks, it didn't actually happen five minutes ago. Actually, it was when she wrote this. I'm assuming it's a she. Which was five minutes ago. Which was five minutes ago. So, ten minutes ago. So, ten minutes, and when you've read this, it's or listened to this, it's probably at least 12 minutes. So... <laughs> I attend Pensacola Christian College in the glorious state of homegrown psychopaths, a.k.a. Florida. In our dining hall, they have, like, five of these machines that dispense a variety of milks. How many milks? How many milks? How many milks are there? I guess, like, nine. You got your rice milk, your almond milk, goat milk, cow milk, whale milk. Whole milk. Whole milk. milk, Half milk. milk, Tall milk. Butter milk. Chocolate milk. Latte milk. Chocolate milk. Strawberry milk. That's it. All right, now you're making up milks. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Licorice milk. Licorice milk. Eggnog. All right. Is that milk, though? In our dining that... hall. No, that's egg milk, yeah. It's everything. Okay, keep going. In our dining hall, like five, okay, a variety of milks. It's breakfast time right now, and I had a waffle, so I wanted to... Hmm. Hmm. I wanted to It's breakfast what? time right now, and I had a waffle, so I wanted to chocolate milk. <laughs> All right, girl. <laughs> All right, girl, you're losing me. <laughs> I, w- I walked over, and there's a student dining room attendant cleaning up a milk spill on the floor. I didn't want to just stand there and make her uncomfortable, so I went behind her and to the side to dispense my milk. I get my full glass, and as I'm pulling it away, my cup hits the little milk catcher thing at the bottom, and the whole glass spills all on top of the other girl's nice, curly hair. We both stood there for a moment. Then I grabbed the nearest towel on the counter and threw it at her and just left. <laughs> Never ate my waffle or drank my milk. <laughs> now I'm sitting in my dorm praying to God will have praying God will have mercy and just kill me already. So clean your prayers up there, but that's none a this, tough situation. None of this would have happened if they weren't so obsessed with the milk and the scum. <laughs> they probably said milk at least fifty times in I wonder the, in the short just, paragraph that we have here. Right. I wonder if they just have somebody who's permanently down there cleaning up milk spills with how much milk they have. <laughs> they just somebody's on milk cleanup shift, you know? Oh, ma- not again! Another. Oh, if only we'd have like eighteen different kinds of milks. <laughs> and here's the thing: she referred to my glass got cu- caught on the little milk dispenser thing. They should just call those milk udders. Shouldn't they just call them udders? Nope, milk udders. <laughs> what else? Well, no, 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 no. They should call them like coconut milk udder. I think just udders would be good. I think just udders is good, Kyle. Yeah. So I made it up on the spot, and like maybe it's got some kinks in it, but we'll work it out later. It's We're still workshopping. We're workshopping, we're still workshopping it. it. Yeah. Okay, so just Otter. to clear things up, she pulls away her milk, her cup from the nipple, 
and the nipple catches on. <laughs> I thought we were with utter teat. Oh right, right, right. Teat. She pulls it away. I think we can all agree on teat. She well, pulls you can it have away. Milk if you do teat, sure. Can be a milk teat. She pulls away from the nipple, and <laughs> and as she's doing that, it catches it, and mm-hmm. she, she spills it <laughs> like a bad infomercial. In- yes. No commercial. She splings it. <laughs> everything. Everything went to grayscale. <laughs> she throws her hands up in the air. If only there was a better way. <laughs> now introducing the seven sippy kind cup of milk. Sippy cup milk. That's probably what they should do: is just get all their students sippy cups if they're gonna if they're gonna be this obsessed with the milk in their dining hall. They gotta have some way to to not spill their twelve different types types of milk everywhere. Sippy cups. I think if it was going to be an intro, in, like an infomercial that ridiculous, they would they'd be selling anti-gravity milk. <laughs> Never spill your milk again. Everyone just floating in the cafeteria. Wait, is, is the whole cafeteria zero gravity? Is no, that what we're saying? Just the milk. Just the milk is zero gravity. Real astronauts use this. So, so like you gotta you gotta hold your cup upside down and mm-hmm. like and it spurts up into so it. So when you drink, you, you have gotta to like, put motion to it. So you kind of have to like tip floats. the milk. The cup, up, rice it up, and you have to be, like, above it. So yeah. Pull that up in your mouth. <laughs> There's a whole technique to it. That's why it's so easy, ironically, to spill. <laughs> That's a really good idea, actually. If you could figure out a way to, to make anti-gravity drinks just in general. You've never had one of those? Well, it's definitely not a thing yet, but we could create it here. This is TM, TM, this is our idea. TM. Um, okay. Can we just agree, though, that this, that, li- what's her name? Little Little Light. Little Light. Can we, can we just agree that Little Light... Is like very obsessed with milk to the to the point where like she wakes up in the morning and she's like, I want to chocolate milk. I want to chocolate milk. <laughs> I want to waffle. She just wakes up in the morning, just mm-hmm. starts becoming milk without <laughs> <laughs> any form, right in her bed, seeping in. <laughs> uh, and the second thing is her roommate is lactose intolerant. So. No, she sleeps on a waterbed filled with milk. <laughs> yeah, like oh. a permeable membrane <laughs> on the top, so oh. it slowly seeps into her. Has it not curdled? She can drink it through her skin. No, because she she drinks an entire bed worth every night before it curdles. Uh, okay, <laughs> practical advice. Practical, practical good advice. Get her out of the situation. It happened twelve minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The more recent see. it is, generally the easier it is to fix it. Let's see here. She it hasn't settled in. Last we saw her, she had thrown the towel at. The milk cleaner upper. Specifically, she's there to clean up the milk messes. At, at the, the victim. The milk mess cleaner. Victim. She threw the towel, and she ran away. That's the last we saw her, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. No, 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 last we saw her, technically, she's sitting in her dorm praying God will have mercy and mm-hmm. just kill me. As they would, as they would there at the yeah, at Pensacola, Pensacola Christian College. Well, I think if everything goes to plan, God will just kill her and it problems <laughs> off. If she has enough faith, really. <laughs> Just, a, just faith as small as a mustard seed to yeah. do it. And that's, I think that's the solution we're all really pulling for. But just in the in the circumstances that God doesn't kill her. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Kyle, can you can you go to the point where wherein she spills the milk? Absolutely. Re- Instant replay. <laughs> <laughs> I get my full glass, and as I'm pulling it away, my cup hits the little milk catcher thing at the bottom, and the whole glass just spills. On top of this girl's nice, curly hair, we both stood there for a moment. That's the point I want to. I want to point at. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's the milk I want to point at. <laughs> That's the milk I want to put my mouth on. <laughs> okay. Ooh, yeah. Um, the curly hair. I think. I think this all can be rectified. She feels so guilty because she spilled it on nice, 
curly hair. Mm. Like the curly hair is what made this milk spillage so bad. Mm. It's a big detail for her. Yeah, it's a big detail. It's for some reason it's worse because she has really nice <laughs> yeah. curly hair. So I think to to make your point even stronger, if we gender flip it and it was a guy, no one would even care. They'd be like, they'd be like, men are here to so we could spill milk on them. Men are here to clean up our milk. Nice. Now let's gender flip it back, and so now we're back to you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think the logical solution is sneak into her room, cut off all of her hair. <laughs> then if she doesn't have nice curly hair, it doesn't matter if she gets milk spilled on her and you've actually saved her from future uh, issues. And she'd probably thank you. She would. She would thank you. Wait. I've been so over encumbered by this curly hair. It takes me half an hour to do my hair. I, probably I'm, more. I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I, I have a little question about that, like. If this person is so clumsy as to spill their milk when they get their milk, how are they going to sneak into somebody's room? You know, I just, I, I don't know if that's going to... Maybe you don't have to sneak. Maybe you just walk in under the guise that you're going to apologize with a pair of scissors. And <laughs> and I'm, you're going to trip because you're clumsy and you always do that. So you, when you trip, you just cut her hair real quick on your way down. No, you, you just increase the level of coordination needed. <laughs> yeah, that's really hard. You're going to stab her and kill Kind of like a robot, you... You move all your coordination from your feet to your hands. And like, <laughs> move all... Jives, move all coordination to the hands. <laughs> but sir, we'll lose all power to the feet. Do it, Jives. Don't you think I know that? Do it! Okay, sir. I'm the captain. We're going down! Make sure you cut it! Cut it! No! Fire! Fire! Fire the scissors! How can I make it? The gravitational pull is too strong. <laughs> Projectile vomit milk. <laughs> Soften the blow! Soften the blow by projectile into the floor. Divert all blast energy to the mouth. Use the milk reserves. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why she's so, so obsessed with the milk is because it powers her she needs power that's hilarious uh, no uh, but seriously yeah just cut off her hair and you should be fine I mean yeah yeah I can't oh or I mean and if all those spells and your computer system doesn't relocate your coordination to your hands because you, <laughs> I know sometimes the onboard control can be a little finicky uh, at that point just you know grab your chloroform and smother her <laughs> that's <laughs> like if you if your target computer is not working right that's correct and then you gotta well, yeah it's purely a backup plan <laughs> be reasonable about it chloroform is always playing so so on your way down on your way mid-trip you realize that your coordination is not transferring uh <laughs> reset reset and go put the chloroform on the rag, and just do it that way. I think we're missing something here. Oh, okay. There's a subtle story told in here Ooh. that we don't know about. Oh, so a hidden a, hit, a, subplot. a subplot. Yeah, a twist that there's likely going to be a sequel. One of those things that the Nutcracker didn't have. Um. So this is at Pensacola Christian College, and she's in the dining room where somebody is at the foot of the milk dispensary machine. And cleaning up a glass of milk that's already <laughs> on the floor. That's true. I forgot about that. I believe, very likely. <laughs> <laughs> We're just laughing, imagining what you're about to say. You have no clue what I'm about to say. No idea. It's probably not even going to be as funny as I love it. Go. Go. <laughs> it's very likely. <laughs> Spit it out, man. That the person cleaning up the milk is actually... A protester. <laughs> okay. Oh. 
who is doing a public stunt <laughs> to protest the milk. Because, as I understand, the people of Pensacola College are very vegan. <laughs> and any sort of milk products is an injustice against cows. Including coconut milk, somehow. <laughs> and rice milk. And rice milk. <laughs> Almond milk. No, all rice, of them. Rice milk's an injustice against nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aloe milk. Aloe <laughs> milk. So, no, the fact... Aloe. Like the plant. <laughs> so, when, uh, when somebody accidentally... So, like, the lady... The girl walks up, our main character walks up, and tries to get some milk, but the person is really there... To make it more awkward for the people trying to get milk. Trying to stop them from getting milk. Yes, because as she says, I get, um, uh, I didn't want to stand there and make her uncomfortable, so I went behind her. So this person isn't moving for when people come up, and they're being inconsiderate intentionally. Um, and so when the person pours milk on the, on that person, not only is it awkward from that new person's perspective, it is like a direct insult to the person doing this protest. <laughs> And it is literally, to her mind, like, spilling blood upon her head, you know? So, not only do you have uh, an embarrassing situation, actually, you have a quite dangerous situation where somebody is going to uh, e- e- take take action against you. Because they're like, I was trying to protest, trying to do a good thing, and you come over here and spill milk on my curly, nice hair? Is this persecution? I will unleash my vegan wrath upon you. So... You're, we actually need to give some very uh, practical advice to this person because they're in danger. It it kind of sounds like you just made an embarrassing situa- situation even more embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For more people. This is way worse than we can we yeah. possibly could imagine. We're, we're in deep here. And and my, might I add, the whole time I'm picturing this protest, it's she gets one one single cup of milk, fills it, dumps it out <laughs> the to ground, the fills it to the brim, fills a whole cup of milk, <laughs> dumps it on the ground, cleans it up. Yep. <laughs> Picture doing that all day. Yeah, what? until somebody notices. What are you doing? So with that added, uh, you know, the plot thickened there. Yeah. Um, um, the stakes well, I, are all the more high. I think you have to write your wrong. I mm-hmm. think you have to write your wrong, yeah. and you have to join the movement. Yes. Whether or not you believe that. That's not part of your choice. Drinking milk is murder, which is that's actually a pretty good slogan. If milk is murder. Milk is <laughs> milk is murder. TM. <laughs> TM. <laughs> Can't take it, vegans. Um, actually, um, little light can take it, and she can use it to to get into this yeah uh, cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the only one that has permission. She's the only one that has permission to use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, use it to uh, join the ranks. Yes. Uh, help this person fight for their cause. Uh, make some progress. Help the vegans. I think once you do that, I think you're good. Yeah. If there's one thing I know about vegans, it's that they're forgiving. Eh. Wait, 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 wait. That's that's one thing I don't know. The one thing I do know is they're pricks. How long? Would, how long? How long do you think she have to be in the movement in order before she can get out? How long until oh. she like pays for her well, sins? That's a question of whether she's loyal or not. <laughs> that's not gonna be in the thing. Okay. So. Oh, I think that she has to live at least two years on the vegan diet holy cow yeah before she can get out because that's when the health effects are going to start you know wrecking your system two Um, years for one glass of spilled milk though don't cry over it (laughs) mitch i'm being generous (laughs) if you believe milk is murder if you do the crime you gotta pay the time (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) do the crime do the time Pay pay the time. Pay the, pay the crime. I think pay the time is correct. Time. But two years—that's 
I mean, that's half of her college career. She's now dedicated to this cause. She doesn't really. Oh, wait, no, no, no. She's quitting college. <laughs> I thought that was assumed. I thought you understood that part. That was part of the deal. Close is killing. So two. Okay, so two years. Quit, quit school. Two years in in service. In the underground vegan movement. And you start <laughs> milk the is murder. Milk is murder movement. Um, you have to at least change one law, and it can't be in California. That's too easy. Um, <laughs> it has to be in Florida. It has to be in a southern state. Southern state. Mm-hmm. Or if you if you want to play on expert mode, Idaho. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. And for some vegans, even potatoes are off. So you, they're a tuber. Idaho potatoes. Potatoes are perder. <laughs> Potatoes are murders. <laughs> Potatoes are. All right. all right, there you go. There you have it, little little light. That's all you gotta do. Light, you know what to do. All right, let's hit us up with that next post, Kyle. All right, next one coming at you here. Embarrassing, embarrassing fling. Our next story is you guessed it, an embarrassing one, and it is by u slash a l c c x. So with no so really, uh, no pro- vowels to probably probably like after mix first of one. first name, last name, middle name, uh, x x. Obviously, yeah. that's just what you have to do for usernames. Mm-hmm. Um, probably this information we could find out who this person is and just Alex. talk to them directly. Alex. 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 Wait, aren't aren't X's kisses? So it wouldn't be only Alex. Alex. <laughs> only if it's X O, not just an X. Here we go. I was walking home from work. I stopped by McDonald's to get a large soda. Then I changed my mind about it. And at the same time, I walked by this homeless guy. He looked like he was really thirsty slash hungry. I said, hey, you want the soda? I don't want it. Haven't drank any of it. He said, no thanks. I said, really? Come on, you're probably really thirsty. <laughs> Take it. I insist. <laughs> he said, dude, I'm not homeless. That's the story. Um, here's what's weird to me. In his insisting that he takes the soda, he never implied that he was homeless. He no, just why, said, "Why did that guy jump to that? Why did he jump to I'm homeless?" Uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Maybe he jumped the gun a little bit. Maybe, we, maybe there's some information missing. Yeah, I'm just gonna assume um, that he. Well, I mean, nobody's truly homeless. I mean, if you don't have a house, then the world is your home. Only a the biggest house out of all of them. Only a privileged person would say that, Mitch. <laughs> I think a grateful person might say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, paradox. So, I mean, was he? Was he without? Was he without a boarded home? house? Yes. Was he homeless? No. He was without home. So home, is, home is where the heart is. So as long as you have your heart with you, you're home. I think what the real problem is here is that our homeless man had a very uh, had a suspicion that the drink <laughs> that he was being handed was in fact milk. And our homeless person is part of the underground milk is murder movement, and he was denying this person. He just looks homeless because he's a vegan. Because he's a vegan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, I'm not homeless. I'm vegan. I'm just a vegan. <laughs> that explains why you're naked. You know what I would have done if I was this guy? I would have, you know, I'm not, dude, I'm not homeless. Prove it. And just and follow him home. Show me your home. <laughs> You'll just be walking around him for hours That's and creepy. hours. <laughs> have you guys ever given stuff to, just like stopped and given stuff? food to somebody wait, and they wait what did you just say have you guys ever like tried to do a good act like this guy did and give food to a homeless person but then they said no um define given because i i've been threatened to give money <laughs> that's just mugging well i wasn't ever touched um did they point and it didn't really even threaten me i just felt threatened <laughs> <laughs> oh so you're a sissy <laughs> well i was it was in uh ypsilanti Michigan. Anyways, I was pumping gas at a gas station like right off the 
exit there. I mean, if anybody lives in Ypsilanti, you probably know which one, which one I'm talking about. The gas station. The gas station. I was pumping gas, and, the, and a guy just walks up to me. He's like, hey, you got any change? And I'm from, like, a pretty middle-class town, um, and so I've never had this experience before where somebody will approach me. I can't leave because my car is right here unlocked. I can't. It's pumping gas, so I can't get in and drive away. Mm, you're stuck. I was, he, it was quite brilliant, honestly, because he knew, he knew I couldn't go anywhere. And he knew I had money because I was quite literally pumping money into a, into a car. <laughs> <laughs> pumping money? <laughs> Actually, not literally, but close. I was quite literally putting, giving money to the cashier to pump gas into my car. Mm-hmm. Plot twist, it was milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I gave him whatever, what change I had in my pockets. Uh, oh, you actually gave it to him? I w- what do you want me to do? Pull a gun. I don't have I don't have a gun on me. Wait, how did you ask? Like, like, well, how did he sound? What was his tone? The whole thing was it happened really fast. I'm, I've mostly blanked it from my <laughs> memory. I've mostly blocked it out. But if I remember, it was um, uh, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Uh, would you happen to have any change you could spare to give me? Oh gosh! Oh please! Okay, just take all of it. Just take my money. Please don't hurt me. And that's quite accurate. Take my watch. <laughs> Here, it's it's a Rolex. It's fake, but it's... my grandfather gave it to me. <laughs> It's very sentimental. And that's the story of how I lost my watch. Wow. <laughs> Caleb, we should really just like tell Mitch to do whatever we want. <laughs> With Mitch, any... give me your give me your wallet. Okay, that <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> you know what? I was about to give it to you anyway. <laughs> do you have any stories, Caleb? Yeah, I mean, so one time I was in this diner and this guy came in and he asked me to buy him a Coke. So I... I wink, uh, wink. I grabbed a Coke out of the fridge and I gave it to him. And I was like, you can go out. Steal I'll, it. I'll pay for it. He's like, no, I'll sit here and wait till you pay for it. And I was like, all right, respectable. But there was kind of a line, and there was one woman doing the cash register and cooking everyone's food and making everybody's oh. coffee. So she was way too overwhelmed. And so, like, I mean, it was 30 minutes before I paid for this pop. So And the guy stuck with you? No, no, no. He eventually left, but oh, not, okay. not before he asked me for a dollar. <laughs> Which I then was like, I was like, I just, I bought you a pop. I mean, you know, we're, we're good, Howard or whatever his name was. So then he turned to the woman behind him and asked her for a dollar. She gave him a dollar. And then uh, we chatted a little bit and he left. And then at the end, the woman was like, you know what? You were so patient. Don't worry about the pop. And I was like, boom. What? Yeah. That's uh, a pretty weird story. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. There's a lot of layers to that. So, first of all, you bought him a soda. Correct. And then he asked you for a dollar. Well, well technically, I... <laughs> it's so complex. So much more complexity than uh... Steven Spielberg's greatest films. I don't... I, don't, I never give it to poor people. I know. It's because, well, for most of your life, you were the poor person in Africa. I'm not a person. <laughs> oh, jeez. How dare you label me that way? I'm a no. vegan. Some people would say that poor people don't actually exist. They're just angels testing us hmm. for, their, for God's for their yeah. own enjoyment. That's what I think. That's you know why angel. And that's why divine your own food. That's why. Yes, that's why I'm never like I never feel guilty about not giving homeless people money or food. Cause I'm they'll like, they'll be fine. They'll just go back to heaven and they'll have that big fancy feast with Jesus. Really, you passed the test because you knew you saw yeah. underneath the. Disguise. I give them a little wink. Yeah. <laughs> Nope. Wink. Like, excuse me. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not. I'm not a transvestite. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wink. So let's say hypothetically here that you, d- you do say prove it and you follow him home. 
right? You follow this guy all the way to his house. And then at the end, like, he's just going all through the city to try to lose you, and you stick with him. And then at the end, he just turns around and he's like, okay, fine. I don't actually have a house. I am homeless. And I'll take the pop. I'm very thirsty at this point. We have walked all across the city. Eight miles. Okay, I'll take it. And you're like, damn straight. <laughs> at this point, he's so thirsty. At this point, he doesn't even ask for it. He just mugs you and takes it. Pulls <laughs> like, a gun on you. Just turns around. Give me the bomb! Give he's it to a me! homeless man with a gun. Yeah, there's plenty of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but then he drinks it, and then he realizes it's flat. Yes. <laughs> angered him greatly. Flat and watered down. <laughs> he turns into his full angelic form and smites you. <laughs> I am Gabriel, and you've displeased me with this flat pop. Smitten! <laughs> Should have just winked and continued on. Embarrassment cured because you're dead. Next story. That's great. Here we go with our, our third and final story of the of the podcast. Episode 6. Yeah, episode 6. This is by Immigrant Everywhere. Aren't they, though? Aren't they? They're everywhere. Actually, quite frankly, (laughs) we need a wall and they're going to pay for it. (laughs) Actually, I think this person means like they, they are the immigrant everywhere. They're the immigrants everywhere. Like they go everywhere. Mm -hmm. So they're everywhere. That's what they're saying. No one's truly homeless. (laughs) That's what they're saying. (laughs) They're saying they're homeless. Technically, there is no such thing as homeless Mm because they're just angels. Well, let's wait to judge this person until after we read their story. Actually, hang on. Can I just say, quit saying homeless. Okay. It's homely challenge. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. We used to be more politically correct. Yeah, on this homely pod, challenge. I'm sorry on this on this uh, audio Say experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone entered the handicap stall at my workplace when I was halfway through my usual post lunch deuce drop. This happened last week at my workplace, and I still cringe about it. But others seem to find it funny, so I thought I'd share it with the people on the interwebs. So, I'm sitting in the stall, surfing Reddit as usual, and then quietly laughing at a cat, getting startled, or something. And that got me quite giggly in my seat. And when somebody slowly limps to the door in my, of my stall, and probably leans on it so hard that it swings open. I probably should mention that the locks in the stalls just about work with a small rod that's probably like a centimeter or so into locking into the locking mechanism so if you push hard enough it won't hold so when he walks in he just assumes it's empty and takes the whole extra step inside before he realizes it's occupied by me we stare at each other for what felt like an eternity but it was probably only 1.5 seconds like normal people time we both said sorry at the same time before he began to slowly limp outside wash his hands and leave the restroom while i quickly wiped hopped 10 steps to the door which was half open shut the door and sat back down while i tried to process what had just happened the worst part was that i ran into the same person that evening and the next two days in the same restroom i have a, I have a question real, real quick i can answer what do you guys do when someone knocks on the stall or or bathroom door what do you say what are your words occupied just like that just like that occupied in the human voice <laughs> With my Legit? demon voice. Really? No. Really? Oh. I mean. I totally thought you Depends would. on where I am. But I would say, I would if, just be like, occupied. I'm here. If homeless people are angels, then what are demons? Homeless people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Next so question. A, so it's a 50-50. It's a 50-50. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. What you should do. I just realized what you should do. Is you're probably on your phone if you're on the toilet. I mean, that's, that's pretty that's, safe to That's where I do my Redditing. Right. So have something pre-recorded. A recording that you play whenever someone knocks on the door and make it be a woman's voice Ooh. saying, 
you're in the wrong bathroom or well, something of that nature and they would question themselves man that's great that's a really would, good idea they'd freak out and leave the bathroom i yeah. think i would do like the michael scott when he's like no no please god no no because it isn't someone knocking on the stall that you're in kind of like your worst nightmare yeah i hate that it's pretty terrible mm-hmm. i just feel like that really encapsulates encapsulates what <laughs> i'm feeling inside of me and when i'm at work i so i here, here's some back backstory i have to go in porta potties every day oh. on the job site and sometimes the the little color you know the little green or red doesn't get scratched off or it doesn't mm. switch oh, all the way yeah. so you just don't know you mm. just don't so you have to knock mm. you have to yeah. or you just stand there and wait one time i stood there and waited for like 10 minutes and nobody <laughs> was in there i finally was like you know what i'm knocking and there's nobody in there and I, was like, well, I almost pooped my pants because nobody was in this stall so i think there's a there's a small finite detail Oh yes. Um, at the end there, I think when he says he ran into that person again, uh, in in the mall just somewhere, I, I, is that what uh, it says? Same person that evening and the next two days in the same restroom. Oh. In, in the next two days. Next two days. Well, back to back. And it, did he describe what this man looked like at all? I, in my head, I, I picture him as kind of rugged, uh, bigger with the white beard, with the wh- white gray beard. Is that? Yeah, like the guy from the from The Witcher. <laughs> Can you imagine if he walked in on you? I would just get up and leave. Yeah, you can have it. I'm I would probably yet, but... finish the rest of my poop right then. Gerald, what what are you doing <laughs> That's here? That's it, Gerald. So wait, can you? So here, so we ran into him the next two days in the same bathroom. Yeah, he's his guardian angel. <gasps> oh my right. gosh, that means this guy's homeless. Well, there's no such thing as homeless. There's homely challenge. Oh frick! <laughs> Come on, go. He's homely challenged. Where um, where does this take place? Do you guys know? Where, where does it say? Where Where is this bathroom located? It's not. It's his workplace. Oh, okay. Okay. Workplace. So they either work with each other or or in against close each other. proximity. Or he's his guardian angel. He's his he's his poop guardian angel. That doesn't really flow very well. Neither does the poop, so it's fitting. He's his anus anal angel. <laughs> anus angel. <laughs> no. He's his anus angel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm coming around to it. I'm trying to think of another one. I can't think of one. Yeah, I got nothing else. So I'm thinking maybe something, like, really bad was going to happen mm-hmm. to this guy if he, like, would have left the bathroom just a little bit sooner. Yeah. And so and so this guardian angel was stalling him. Stalling <laughs> So he was, he, so this guy was stalling him to protect his, I, what do you, guardie, is that the proper term you would use for a guardian angel? And his, his garter, his garter. <laughs> His right. Gardus? Yeah, yeah, his Gardus. <laughs> so he was stalling his Gardus uh, to save his life. And for, for the next two days, he was saving his life again in some fashion. We, we're not really giving any details on how That's it's worked out. That's a dangerous bathroom. Well, maybe like something like right outside the bathroom. Like maybe there was like a little coyote with an anvil right above the door <laughs> on a timer. Probably. And as soon as like, as soon as, and as soon as Immigrant everywhere walked out, he was going to drop the anvil on him. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, thanks to his, his anus angel, he's, he was, life was spared. Hmm. And can we just give props to that coyote for a second? Because he'd have to study this guy's bathroom habits for a lengthy amount of time <laughs> and be able to do the math to perfectly calculate when he would walk out of that door, you know, and then rig the whole mechanism to drop an anvil. And that's pretty impressive. He just never accounted for divine intervention. Um, In the no. event that this wasn't his guard, his anus angel, what, how does he repair Could this? Could it be his diarrhea demon? <laughs> <laughs>
Holy it's crap. It's a 50-50. I think we, we... If I may suggest something. So our uh, main character, Mr. Immigrant Everywhere, is using a handicapped bathroom without being handicapped. Right. He's an immigrant. <laughs> no. Is that not a... Is that not He's a ha- immigrantly challenged. <laughs> is that not a handicap? Should... Migrantly challenged. Migrantly challenged. Mig- Borderly challenged. <laughs> um, Borderline challenged. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the only ways that he might be handicapped, or at least using the handicap stall justified. Pregnant. Pregnant or blind. <laughs> so I think one of his options is to feign blindness. Around whenever he's around this crutched person, and uh, so hopefully he's not made eye contact or said anything about I his think they, hair. I think color. they did make eye contact though. What about uh, what about something that we have more experience with? Um, I'm thinking deafness. What I can speak to this. <laughs> we have an Caleb, expert. We have an expert local, in the room. Yeah, yeah. please. Uh, I'm a professional on the deaf community. Yes, and embarrassment surrounding that sort of thing. That's I don't correct. know if you can say that. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, uh, Okay, I failed the, my certification. The Jeff Lee Challenged Community. <laughs> I got most of my credits. So, if you're going to pretend to be deaf and use the handicapped stall, you're, you're just wrong, man. It's for a physical handicap, like a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, was that what they have a picture of a wheelchair man on it? Yeah, I, you know what? I think oh. it is, Mitch. I think that's why. So, get your act together, man. Quit pretending to be deaf and then getting upset when people walk in on you as if you didn't hear them coming. Gosh. Do you want to rephrase that last sentence, perhaps? As if you didn't hear them walking in. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like all the blame really falls on Immigrant here. He has to really, uh... Somehow he has to make it up to this guy. Because if, he, if he's seen him in the same bathroom... Twice he hasn't learned his lesson yet. <laughs> Whoa, hang on. I think you're onto something there. This guy is totally purposely barging in on this person. Like a creep. Oh, no. 100%. Oh, no. He said the same evening. So this person poops a lot, first of all. Same evening of that day. And then twice the next two days. This is a great point. He's trying to see some immigrant pape. <laughs> that, or he's trying to, he's not even crippled. He doesn't even use crutches. And he's just trying to make people feel bad Maybe by this, using the handicap and not being handicapped. This guy might be two steps ahead of immigrant here yeah. because even though he's not handicapped, he's acting like he has a handicap. Mm-hmm. He's, he's walking with a limp. So in order immigrant to... needs to out-fake handicapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if you cut a leg off. Yes. <laughs> now, there are some long-term repercussions for that. I don't think, I don't think that's extreme. Yes, no? there are, okay. there are re- re- long-term repercussions like being able to use the handicap bathroom wherever you are. Forever. And being able to ride those little rascals in mire. Well, folks, uh, I feel like we should have a little bit of resolution to that one. Yeah, we just got to close out a little bit. Yeah, um, okay, so what do we got for immigrant here? Out handicap the man. The Out handicap the peeper. Right. Or, was that it? Was that it? Well, I think uh, probably <laughs> one of your best options is the fact that um, you both work in the same you work in the same place. Uh, you both employees. You're... you're your best shot is gonna get this person get this person fired, because they walked in uh, on you uh, trying that... to peek on you, and so <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna report that to HR. HR is gonna do an investigation, and the fact that they're doing this repetitive re- repeatedly, uh, it's gonna be easy to catch them, especially because they're slow. Repeat um, offender, and uh, they're a repeat offender. They keep doing this. Uh, get them fired. 
Um, also get them put on the sex registry list so you can look oh, up their geez. home and then go TP their house. <laughs> and can I add to that, just in case they haven't barged in enough times to give you a really solid case, just slip some laxative in their lunch and then make sure you're always in the stall before, uh, right after they eat so that they're forced to barge in on you. Perfect. Because you know they're going to go for the handicap spot. You so. know. Uh, just, yeah, maybe get like, maybe get like a video recording of this happening. Mm. Just some really solid evidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just sit on the toilet. Make sure it's anonymous. Recording. Because recording the bathroom is probably going to get you fired. Oh, how do we work around that? <laughs> Look, man, I'm not a lawyer, so can't help you. Okay, out. so now you got to you – even the laxative, plant a camera on him. <laughs> I think yes. I think maybe if you were recording yourself on the toilet oh. as a Snapchat. Taking a selfie. Yeah. And well, then Snapchat you, will delete it, right? Let's say you're in the stall and you're taking an Instagram video. Yes. Or t- just taking a video on your phone. You can just yeah. take a video. You can just do that. You don't have to post it to anything. You can just take videos for the heck of it. Um, I do it all the time. As he barges in, you flip the camera around. Oh, no. You you see my pee-pee again for you the third time. You did this intentionally. This is the third time you've done this to me. Cuff him. Cuff him. That's the winner right there. Okay, that's all you got to do, immigrant. Pretty much just uh, ruin this guy's life. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. <laughs> simple as that. Simple, mm-hmm. simple as ruining a life. <laughs> all right. Well, we've. I think we've had a lot of fun here today. To those of you listening at home or in your car or at work, I just want to say thank you for listening, um, and thank you for giving us your time of day. I, I suppose it means a lot to us. Also, thank you to Cold Soda Club for the use of our theme song, Ganip Ganap. Uh, you guys can find that on iTunes. Um, go ahead and buy that. It's a really, really solid track, and they have some other good tracks you guys can listen to. If you're in the Grand Rapids area, we'd love to have you on as a guest. Yeah, I think I think we'll, we can take guests if anybody's interested. Yeah, well, I, you know, I'll, I'll look at the calendar, make sure we have some openings, because... We're pretty booked. You know how it can get. Yeah, we, we, we get pretty booked. If you would like to reach out to us and give us any of your embarrassing stories, or if you have any friends that have embarrassing stories, you can actually get those to us through a couple different ways. Um, we do have a Twitter. We're checking that quite regularly. Um, and that is at FTFYPod. Again, that's FTFYPod. We also have a Facebook. You can connect with us through that. That's at FTFYPodcast. And we also have an, a Gmail, which is probably one of the better ways to get us your stories. And that is ftfypodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's ftfypodcast at gmail.com. Well, unless you boys have anything else you would like to say, I think we will say so long to our beloved listeners. So As long. always, oh, so long. Farewell. Adieu. As always, and until next time, I am your co-host, Mitch. I am your co-co-host, Kyle. And I'm your co-co-co-co-co-co-co-host, Kayla. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>